Hello, and thanks for listening to the Braves Craze podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And be sure to follow the Braves Doctor on Twitter at Dr. Braves. Hello again, and what's up, Braves country? This is the Braves Craze podcast. It's Sunday night, July 17th, 2022. Uh, the Braves did not have the best week we wanted for them, although they went 4-3 and three this week. Uh, the big Mets series started on Monday, and we lost two out of three to the Mets. And then one, three, or four from the Nationals out in Washington, D.C., losing game, uh, the seventh game of the week today, the fourth game of that series to the Nats behind Spencer Strider's uh, not his best outing of the year for sure, uh, but the Braves still had a 4-3 and three week and are still looking pretty good. We'll talk more about the Mets Momentum Series here in a second. Uh, first of all, uh, if you will, uh, again, thanks for tuning into the podcast. I appreciate everyone listening, all the support you give. Uh, give me a follow on Twitter. Shoot me some ideas. Uh, shoot me some questions if you like it on Twitter. It's at Dr. Braves. And if you don't mind, follow this podcast. Give me a review if you can on your favorite podcasting platform. So, um, the Mets series was a, was a disappointment to some level for the Braves. Uh, you know, you give those guys a lot of credit. They pitched really, really well. Max Scherzer uh, was lights out in game one. Uh, outpitched Max Freed, uh, although Max was still pretty good. Uh, you know, we just got to give those guys credit. They did pitch well. Uh, you know, I was disappointed in the fact that we did not step up and not, did not bring our best uh, in, in, to some levels of the series. But... Uh, did kind of kill the momentum for the Braves a little bit, but they jumped back out there and jumped on the Nats. Luckily this weekend on the road, winning three or four. Uh, today's game was a bit of a downer, as I said, uh, but uh, certainly certainly the Braves are still looking pretty good. I still believe we're the best team in the National League at this point in time, but New York did get the better of us uh, in that three-game set. Uh you know, I want to give kudos to a few Braves for playing really well. Uh, Austin Riley is just another world in another world right now. He is playing so well, locked in on everything, hitting the ball, uh, so solid, so well. Uh, Dansby Swanson still looking really good for this Atlanta team, still playing well. And Matt Olson, uh, I tell you what, man, Matt Olson has, has just come on, and he's starting to become the guy we thought we were getting uh, the entire time here with this team. Uh, Matt has not played particularly well the entire year uh, at this point in time, but, but he has really picked it up the last few weeks, although those – uh, the doubles machines become, and the extra base hits are, are, are really, really good for this team. Uh, but, you know, Matt Olson now seemingly going to another level as well uh, as he has uh, looked much, much better for the last few weeks for this team. Uh, you know, again, Riley uh, played really, really well versus the Mets. Olson did as well. Uh, Eddie Rosario had a big game against the Mets on Tuesday, I believe, with three hits. Uh, Eddie has struggled to some level. So it's coming back off the, uh, the injury list, but he's pitching much better right now. Uh, Charlie Morton got banged around a little bit in, in the second game with the, with the Mets as well, giving up five earned. Uh, did not have his best outing in, in that game. Uh, that was the Wednesday game, I should say. Uh, and then on Tuesday, uh, Braves losing the Mets on Wednesday. On Tuesday, the Braves won 4-1. Uh, did have a, a, good, uh, a good day against the Mets in game two. Uh, behind a good effort from Spencer Strider there. Only went four and two-thirds, but just one earned, eight strikeouts. Uh, the bullpen was great with Matzik, McHugh, and Mentor to finish out the Mets in game two on Tuesday. Uh, once again, uh, Matt Olson uh, with a big, big game there. Uh, his 14th home run in that game. Uh, 
uh, versus the Mets. Adam Duvall also with a, uh, a nice game here coming off the paternity list with his 11th homer of the year to secure the Atlanta victory in game two on Tuesday night. So, uh, again, the, the Nats, man, we just pounded the Nats. Uh, you know, more from Dansby, Riley, uh, Alton and company for sure in, in, in that series. Uh, the Braves got really good pitching uh, against the Nats, except for maybe the day when Strider was not himself. Uh, Kyle Wright with his 11th win on Thursday uh, with a nice effort by Kyle in this game. Uh, seven strong, only two earned uh, for Wright. Uh, uh, a Swanson home run, a Harris home run, an Olsen home run in that game as well. So, uh, you know, a very, very good series uh, against the Nats, except for today. Uh, going into Friday, the Braves won 8-4 to four behind Ian Anderson. Uh, and then on Saturday, we got a nice outing from Max Freed, who didn't have his best stuff, but hung in there, pitched well, and the Braves got the win. So we're going to move on to the draft in just a second, talk about the Major League Draft. Uh, as well, uh, the Braves have made their selection uh, in the draft in the first round. Uh, we'll talk more about uh, another pick they have coming up in a little bit, which was also a very odd thing uh, for, for this team. Uh, I want to talk about the trade. Uh, a couple of trades this week happened. Uh, the first bringing in Robinson Cano, the old veteran formerly of uh, the Yankees, and, and then the Mets had Robinson for a while. Um uh, the Braves gave cash to get him and brought him in to play second base. He immediately was plugged in by Snit to play second base for the Braves. Uh, and we didn't give up anything but cash for Robinson. So, you know, you, you kind of have a no-lose thing here, I guess, when you see it. Uh, I don't love this story or this this uh, this trade for the Braves. I think Robinson's a guy that has seen his better days. I hate to say he's washed up. I won't say that, but certainly he is not uh, – the guy he once was, I don't think for sure. Uh, he's 39 years old, I believe, at this point in time. Uh, he's a big, strong guy now, but but his 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 balls he hits are just not very hard off the bat. Uh, the, the the hit rate is just not great. He has had a few hits for the Braves already, uh, but I just don't think Robson's a great option. I also think the baggage he brings concerns me a bit. For uh, you know, he's been a guy who's had some issues with steroids in the past, performance enhancing uh, type type drug things. I think it was steroids or something similar to that was suspended. Uh, he's not a very good defender anymore. So uh, Robson Cano is a guy that maybe he's a better bat off the bench than Mike Ford. Maybe he's not. Uh, but we need to get Ozzy back soon, get him in there because the Cano platoon now where Robinson is basically playing against righties. Uh, we're getting Orlando Arcia against lefties. Orlando did not play that well. Uh, and then I want to talk about Phil Goslin a second, who y'all know I like Phil Goslin a lot. Uh, he was DFA'd after Robinson Cano was, came in for this team. Uh, Phil had a bad game, had a couple mistakes last week, and in a typical Braves fashion, you're waiting on him to get DFA'd, and sure enough, uh, the Braves found an option, and Cano let Goslin go. Phil had played pretty well, honestly. He was pinch running and made a base running mistake. Uh, but he's a, he's, a, he's a fast runner uh, and actually had, had a few hits, a good defensive player as well. So I hated to see them give up on Phil that quick. Uh, he spent some time in the minors this year, made his way up, uh, and then basically got DFA because of a, a uh, mistake or two he made. Uh, I, I, the Braves front office, in my mind, does not do a great job. And listen, Alex and, and everyone else involved, I think you do a great job holistically, but I don't love the way they handle uh, these backup bench utility kind of guys. I go back and I'm going to talk about Johan Camargo again. You know I loved Johan Camargo, who's now a Philly. Uh, 
Johan just never got – he had a great year playing uh, at third base in a pinch a few years back. Uh, I believe he had 17 home runs and just never got a chance to play again and ended up being the odd man out in the minors all year last year when he was clearly, in my mind, better than uh, Adrianza, who's now a national, other options as well. And then we didn't didn't sign him, and the Phillies gave him a major league contract, and he's there as their utility guy now. Uh, Phil Goslin's kind of similar to Johan, I think. He's a guy that, that on paper doesn't jump out at you, but, but a good guy to have on the team, a good clubhouse guy. Plays a bunch of positions, plays them pretty well. Uh, made a few mistakes, as Johan did. Didn't hit a whole lot for Johan, but, you know, Johan was a guy who needed to play a lot to get his bat there. I think we've seen that evidence. And, you know, Goslin did a pretty good job considering he played once every seven or eight days uh, with a start and then maybe got in there on a pinch-to-pinch -pinch run. So uh, I just don't understand what the Braves are doing here on this. Uh, I'm not a big Cano guy. I hope it works out for the Braves. I hope it works out for Robinson as well. Nothing personal with, with Robinson, but I just don't love – the message that sends uh, for a guy who worked hard like Goslin to be taken over from a guy who they brought in from Cano, who kind of, uh, yeah, he's been a successful player before for a long time, really good player for a long time, but uh, doesn't make a lot of sense on this move. Uh, I go back to other guys, you know, it seems like we give a pass on guys on the roster for other reasons. Uh, you know, Guillermo Heredia doesn't do a lot for this team on the field. He really doesn't. Uh, with the emergence of Michael Harris, Adam Duvall, uh, who are very good defenders. Heredia was the defensive outfielder. Uh, he's really not as good as, as Duvall or uh, certainly not as good as Harris defensively, and he really can't hit enough to be on the roster in my mind. So, uh, you know, it doesn't make a lot of sense carrying a guy like Heredia. He does seem to be a clubhouse guy. Uh, the whole sword thing and the rally cry with that is, is fine. Uh, but, you know, as far as playing – it would seem a guy like Goslin would make a lot more sense than a guy like Heredia uh, for this roster, for sure. Uh, you know, I hate to be another down topic here, but I want to talk about the Drew Waters trade. Uh, those that listen to this podcast know that I was a big Drew Waters guy, a uh, big fan of Drew's skill set in the minors. He never got a chance to come up here for some reason. I uh, didn't agree with that either, uh, but we announced last week we traded Drew Waters, who was our top prospect at the time, along with uh, Andrew Hoffman, who was a top 20 prospect pitcher for the Braves. I, mean, I believe he was in the teens somewhere. And then C.J. Alexander, who had been around a while, but had some some power playing third base in the minors. Uh, he spent some time at AA, who, and, I, and I saw him play a few times there. The guy had some, some pop. Uh, we traded these three guys to Kansas City for the 35th pick overall in the draft this year. So what an odd trade, uh, I got to say. A really, really odd trade. I don't like the trade at all. I really don't. Uh, I really thought we were going to see an outfield of Drew Waters uh, and left Michael Harrison center and Ron Lacuna in right for about 10 years on this roster, and, and now we're not. That would have been a very athletic, defensive-minded group that also had some pop and could hit more dynamic with the bats. Uh, I think we might have had the best defensive outfield in baseball covering ground with those three guys, but it's not to be. Uh, <clears throat> it's really, really strange to trade a prospect as high as Drew Waters and just get back a draft pick. Uh, you know, you don't see a lot of trades for draft picks in the major league in major league baseball. You do in basketball for sure in the NBA, but not in baseball. And then to trade three guys uh, for this pick to me didn't make any sense. Uh, maybe Waters' stock had dropped some. Uh, it's hard to really know that for sure. I think it probably had, although we haven't seen him in the majors to see what he could do here yet. Uh, but you know, trading your top guy with two more guys and just get a pick baffles me. 
And I do hate the trade. I really do. Uh, if you're going to trade Drew, I don't want you to trade Drew because I think his upside was high. But if you're going to trade him, you got to get a piece back that helps you win this year. Uh, we're going to need someone to trade, some capital to trade, I would think, here down the deadline in a couple weeks for maybe another relief pitcher, uh, maybe another bat off the bench. just depends on what you want. But without three waters there, uh, we lost a lot of trade and power. And just to kind of give him uh, for a draft pick to almost reboot uh, our number one draft pick for another guy that might end up getting that high, assuming what we did. Uh, you know, the Braves did this with Christian Pache a bit. Uh, we held him a little bit long, and, and he lost a lot of value. Now, Christian came up and played and just showed he couldn't hit, and consequently, Christian's back in AAA now with Oakland because he didn't hit there either, uh, which was my concern with Christian. But I think Drew was a better hitter than Pache was, for sure, and I'd like to see him have a chance. But, I, you know, if you're going to trade a Drew Waters, his value was pretty high a year and a half ago. You could probably could have gotten a nice player back for him uh, if you dealt him a year and a half ago. But the Braves held him and, and didn't move him and decided to move him now. And they ended up getting just a draft pick back. So I uh, hope it works out. 35 could be a pretty good player for the Braves. And let's, let's, uh, let's pray that it is. But uh, I don't like the trade at all uh, of moving a guy like Waters and a couple other guys that may have been useful for just a draft pick. So I'll stop there, and we'll see after that. We won't know how this works out for another year or two, maybe even three when this draft pick comes through to see who he is and how he, how he ranks and stacks up in our prospect list. But if you move your number one prospect for nothing you know, specifically other than another draft pick, I'm not going to be a fan of that. A couple of minor transactions this week I wanted to mention – uh, Kenley Jansen was activated back from the injured list with that uh, irregular heartbeat issue. It seems to be okay now. To make room for him, Darren O'Day was placed on the IL uh, as well. And then Mike Duvall, or sorry, Adam Duvall back. Mike Ford down the AAA. Duvall was on the paternity list. Uh, Ford now sent to AAA. He's kind of the guy on the bus to AAA lately, back and forth. So uh, a positive note for sure, uh, Kirby Yates, uh, the Braves relief pitcher we signed in the offseason from San Diego who had had uh, Tommy John, actually went out to the minor leagues on a rehab stint. Uh, I believe he went yesterday and may have, may have already thrown some innings down there. looked pretty good. So Yates is a, is a closing type guy who would not close with Jansen, I'm sure. But he's a late inning guy we could use, uh, a right-handed relief pitcher who, who's got a proven track record. So if he gets his velocity back and back, uh, adding him is like making a trade, which is great. So Kirby's a guy that's tested and 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 should be a veteran, uh, hard throwing relief pitcher in the in the bullpen if we get him back and ready to go. So uh, wonderful news there with Kirby Yates uh, on on how that's going to work. Uh, hopefully he does get back soon uh, and is ready to go for this team. So uh, I want to talk about Ron Lacuna a second. Uh, we, we've seen. Ronald not play as well the last few weeks now. Uh, Ronald is stuck on seven or eight home runs at this point in time. Yeah, he missed about a month, three weeks or so. Uh, so he would not be up there as much as some of the other guys. But but he's not hitting the ball out of the park. His average has dropped in the 260s now. Uh, he's made a couple of bad – we made a bad play in the outfield the other day, uh, which questioned some folks and, and brought some questions. Was he playing hard? I, I don't think he dogged that. I think he took a bad angle on it. Uh, but, but my question is this. What is wrong with Ronald Acuna right now? Uh, he's not a bad player by any means, even at this at this level he's playing at. A 260 hitter with seven homers and 20 steals is a very valuable guy, but he's kind of become a leadoff man that steals bases right now, and he's not the dynamic guy we're used to seeing uh, yet with this roster. So 
you know, did we rush Ronald back from the injury? Is he not really 100%? Uh, is that, does he not have confidence in that knee to push and, and drive the ball? Or is he just out of sync with his timing? I, I don't know the answer to that question. But I will say I'm very concerned about Ronald going to the home run derby uh, for the All-Star game in a couple days here. Already working on the home run swing because we got to get Ronald's swing right. We need him to help us down the stretch. And, you know, the ultimate trade of bringing in somebody at the deadline would be Ronald Acuna becoming Ronald Acuna again. Uh, you know, he's the best talent on our roster. Uh, you have him firing on Sillers like he was last year before he got hurt and like he has in his career. Add to this roster, we're going to be unstoppable. And uh, he's clearly not himself just yet. Uh, you know, if it means he's still not 100%, Put the guy on the I.L. for two weeks or three weeks, whatever it takes. We want to get Ronald Acuna back to being Ronald Acuna, and, and that puts our team at the next level, as I said. So, uh, you know, I hope he doesn't go out to, to California in this All-Star game and hurt himself trying to hit home runs or get out of sync worse because that would be catastrophic for this team, and we need Ronald Acuna uh, to be the guy we know he really is. And for whatever reason, uh, if it's an injury, if he's just out of sync, if it's a little bit of both, uh, I'm hoping he can take some time here and uh, get figured out. He did get the day off yesterday. He did play DH today and didn't get a hit today either. So, uh, you know, it almost makes you wonder, are, is Snit and the Braves, are the Braves looking at him and kind of saying, how do we get Ronald back to where he needs to be? Uh, maybe he goes out to the All-Star game and, and, and gets the, the home run bug and figures out the stroke there by doing that and comes back and starts bombing here. I don't know, but uh, we certainly want Ronald to be Ronald once again no and we you know Ronald uh, good luck to you buddy I do want you back and I hope you get well and get it figured out soon I do believe you will hope it's not an injury I hope it's just a little bit of a funk he's in at this point in time to get figured out so uh, I want to talk about the Braves all-stars a second last week when I did the podcast they were not announced we did some guesstimations on who was going to be an all-star didn't know yet so Ron Lacuna as we know was the top vote getter in the National League and he is starting in probably center field for this team uh Max Freed made the roster as well. Uh, he's not going to pitch, we've been told now, because he pitched uh, a couple days ago and, and it won't be time in the, in the turn for him to do that. Uh, Travis Darnot made his catcher as a reserve. William Contreras uh, will likely start at DH because he was voted behind uh, the person who was going to DH who is not now able to come because of injuries. I believe that was Bryce Harper. So William will start uh, at DH, I believe. Him and Wilson being there as catcher, going to be a great thing. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing those guys interact and, and act like big kids, which I think they should in this kind of series. So good for them. Uh, Dansby Swanson uh, also made the team. Uh, he, he probably should have started in my mind, but Trey Turner is also really good at starting. And then just added, I believe, yesterday, I'm so excited and happy for Austin Riley. Uh, I have no idea how Austin didn't make this team to begin with the year he's had. Uh, he has been the best player on the Braves. No, uh, no disrespect to Dansby Swanson. He's been really, really good, or Max Free. But Austin Riley uh, is just an incredible player, uh, and his numbers have just skyrocketed lately. Uh, he had a great attitude about it. He said if he didn't make the team, he'd just uh, go home and stay with the kids. And then he famously said, we'll take this dump truck back to uh, the World Series and win again. So that is what I want to hear from a guy like Riley. Uh, he seems to be becoming a – a silent leader of this team, maybe not as solid as we think, but he is becoming a leader for this team, uh, playing so, so well. Uh, 27 homers at this point in time, up over 280, uh, playing great third base defense. Riley is a cornerstone for this team for a long, long time and is so deserving of being an all-star. 
Uh, Nolan Arenado, I believe, pulled out due to the injury. Manny Machado's had a great year and will start at third base, I'm assuming. Uh, but, man, Austin Riley is, is so, so, so good for this team, and I'm so proud and happy for him to be going to his first All-Star game. Congratulations to all the Braves. Congrats to Austin for getting added late, added late when he should have been added there to begin with. Uh, let's talk about the Braves' MVPs for the first half here and kind of what has happened for this team and where we are, and maybe even uh, we may give out an LVP award for guys that need to step it up with this team. Uh, the MVP, uh, I mentioned three names a second ago for the first half of the season. Uh, I'm going to start. My first person to bring up is Max Freed. He's been a true ace for this team. Uh, he has taken the step to the next level. Uh, incredible, incredible pitcher. A number one starter now in this league. Uh, he's our Cy Young guy for sure for this team. Uh, but I'm not going to say he's the MVP of the first half of the season yet. Uh, but he certainly is worthy of discussion for that. I'll also throw Kyle Wright's name in there. Uh, you know, Kyle has, has had an incredible season, 11 wins already, stepped up big time. Uh, we've got two aces, I think, and there they are. And I think Spencer Strider is about to become the third one really soon, although he was rocked a little bit today. But Strider's stuff and, and his makeup is incredible too. But uh, pitching's been really good, but I won't give the pitchers MVP just yet. My runner-up is Dansby Swanson. Uh, what a season Dansby's had. Tough first month, and then he just took off. It's been so, so consistent. Probably the most consistent player on this team is Dansby Swanson. I'll give him that. Uh, deserving of an all-star team. Should be starting in my mind. Uh, but the MVP for the first part of the season, in my opinion, in the first half is Austin Riley. Uh, again, 280-something, 285 or so, depending on when you look at the, 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 the stats. He was 285 coming into today. 27 homers, 60-some-odd RBIs. Uh, on pace to to get close to setting, if not setting Braves records and home runs and extra base hits for this team. Uh, my goodness gracious, Austin Riley, uh, and, and I said that wrong. I think Matt Olson is the, is the uh, extra base hit guy. Riley was the only player in the league to have 20 doubles and 20 homers, I think, at a certain point in time. Only player in baseball. Uh, but, but Austin Riley is just becoming this team's best, best player. And, and Ron Lacuna, uh, I do believe – you're the most talented player, and you may end up being back where you were. But right now, Austin Riley is the man, uh, and I'm so happy to say that. Uh, I'll just leave the Riley discussion with this. we got to pay the guy. The longer we wait, the better he gets, the higher it's going to cost. What are we waiting on? Uh, you know, Riley and Freed both need contracts. Dansby's in a, in a walk here. Uh, I'm worried he may walk because I'm not sure we can afford Dansby and the other guys too. Uh, you know, I don't know what to tell the Braves to do here, but I will tell the Braves you got you got to pay Riley. He's the guy you got to pay because he is a middle of the order slugger for years to come, and he just keeps getting better and better and better. So, my first FMVP, Austin Riley. The LVP, which is going to say the least favorable player, we'll call it the guy that needs to step up a little bit and help us get better. Uh, I'm going to go with Marcelo Zuna here, uh, even though Marcel's got 17, 18 home run, I believe 17 home run at this point in time. He's not been very good. Uh, the average is low. He's striking out a lot. Uh, he's been playing a little left field, obviously not very well doing that. Uh, he's taking it bats away from, from guys like Contreras, who can be DHing when he's not catching. Or Darno, one of the other DHs, the other one catch, uh, our guys would have there. And, you know, uh, you got to wonder when Ozzy comes back, uh, do you not see some more RC against lefties DHing maybe or – some more of Contreras there because I tell you, uh, Marcel needs to be stepping it up a little bit and getting that average up and, and being a little more clutch because he has struggled 
for this team for sure. And again, Marcel's not been terrible, uh, but you got to get that average up. You got to expect a little more out of the DH, and we've got guys you can DH and play there a good bit that can probably help out uh, more than Marcel has so far. So not against you, Marcel, but I do think you're the guy that may need to step it up a little bit uh, to get better. So finally to close for the week, I, I want to talk about the draft, which is ongoing right now. Uh, the Braves have made a selection at number 20 overall. Uh, right-handed pitcher Owen Murphy from Riverside Brookfield High School, which is in Illinois. Uh, Murphy is actually a two-way player. Uh, I think he's probably a pitcher first, but he's also a very good hitter. Uh, his numbers from minor leagues are, are astounding with a .12 ERA last year, a uh, ton of strikeouts. He has a low to mid-90s fastball at this point in time. Uh, he was only the 48th ranked draft pick in the draft, was a second-round projected guy by most folks' uh, most folks' projections. So the Braves took a little bit of a reach here on this one. They come back with that pick number 35 they got for Waters fairly soon here, and we'll see where they go there. But you wonder, is this not a, a, a signing bonus type thing with the, the, the money allotment thing may come into play here? I don't know. Uh, but the Braves seem to reach a little bit for a guy like Murphy. But the guy does have a good bit of upside as a pitcher and hitter. Uh, you wonder, are they going to do a Shohei Otani thing here? Let him do both. But I think he's a pitcher first, and they draft him as a right-handed pitcher, it says, uh, to be there. But he is a two-way a, a, a two, uh, two guy for sure is Mr. Murphy. So uh, I won't make it on this podcast long to tell you the next pick they have at 35, uh, but certainly um, we need to make a good pick there and get two good guys. I hope they maybe go to position player at this point in time. Uh, the Braves do not have games, obviously, to start the week as the All-Star break is upon us. Uh, the game will be on Tuesday night, and then the Braves come back and play a Friday game, I believe, that is correct with the Angels or in Atlanta. So very exciting to have the Braves and the Angels with Otani and Trout in Atlanta to see those guys play. I think Shohei Otani is going to pitch the Friday night game. The Braves have yet to announce a starter, but uh, you got to guess that may be Max Reed if he is not pitching in the All-Star game. So uh, fun series coming up. The Angels have not won a lot. Uh, they're under 500 by 10-plus games, so hopefully the Braves can beat them. But to see Otani and Trout is going to be awful fun uh, watching them play in Truist Park. So. Uh, congrats again to the All-Stars for the Braves. Uh, go out and do us proud in this game. Have a great week, everyone. Enjoy the All-Star game.